All right. So welcome to the Big Black Clock podcast. Oh, hi, Kevin. Hello, Dimitri. <laughs> And Thanks. who's this? Who's this guy? Um, Br Brian? It's me, yeah. Carl. Oh, okay, Carl, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Carl. That's my second guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly, that was exactly what I was going to guess. He still guess. doesn't know my name. Exactly. He's like, who are you, David? Hey, you. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, guy. Hey, hey, guy. Has it ever happened where you have collaborated or worked with someone and you don't know their name, but you should yes. at this point? Yeah. Yes. Well, at work, it happens a lot before the uh, it happened. It happened to me and I didn't... But now I think it's actually easier because of, uh, you know, confinement. We get into meetings and then you can see their name and you're like, oh, fuck, that's what this guy's name what, was. What I mean is that, like, especially when I just started at CN, I've got introduced to uh, a lot of people and I have a terrible memory, especially in the first day for names. Oh, my God, I can't remember anything. And then, like, there are times that I'm in the elevator at work and then somebody goes, oh, hi, Dimitri, how are you? And I'm like, hey, man. Oh, hey. hi. Hey. What's up, man? Hi, you. <laughs> What's up, friendo? Nice to see you again. So... I have a good. Uh, I really have a good story with that. Oh, fine, uh, finally, someone, first time. I have a good story. Better be good now. Yeah, you built it up. Did so, you prepare? Someone called me Alex for three years and I didn't correct them. What? <laughs> it was his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Afraid to speak up. <laughs> mom, I'm Carl. Mom, I'm Carl. <laughs> All right. Look at my passport. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, high school. Um, I was. Um, I was doing the radio and a bunch of things in my high school, so a bunch of people knew me, right? And I was going to the gym for the football team and all those things, and there was one dude who was like, he's always seeing me in the radio or elsewhere in the school, but not my friend, just seeing me, right? So it was always, we're going the same, like I was going in He was the hearing you in the radio. He wasn't seeing you in the radio. Well, it was a, like a window to the like, hall, so people uh, were, Okay. Anyway, um, like when I was going in the gym, he was leaving type of thing. And one day he just called me Alex and I just like was too lazy to change it. So I was like, hey man, how are you doing? He's like, how lazy are you? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> you could just say, no, it's Carl. Have and you that been called been anything? Like, I've been called Vladimir by a guy at work like consistently. I don't think he knows my name is not Vladimir. He just calls me Vladimir. And is, is that because of the race? I don't interact with him. It's very funny to not eh. correct him. Ivan Ivanovich. <laughs> oh man. Uh, But, yeah, yeah I, I don't interact with him anymore, so I, I don't really care. But uh, on like three occasions that I've met him, he was like, oh, hi, Vladimir. And I was like, uh, "What'd you do? Would you did you correct him? No, I don't care." So I'm not the only lazy one at the table, but yeah. So for like for three years, every time we're seeing, well, I'm like, sorry, I'm sorry. Me meeting the guy on three occasions does not equal to three years. I also wonder if <laughs> no, it's, but it does equal to lazy. But it's got to no, be different. It's, dif not. it's, it's different not. in I think a professional environment. You were in high school. There's like, I think it's less. You know, there's less boundaries. You but like the three years was not during high school. Was it the first year at high school? After that, it was like in life. Has somebody ever called you anything else other than Kevin? You guys uh, call me yeah, yeah, to horrible <laughs> names <laughs> all the time. You guys <laughs> call me everything but Kevin. Pe people are listening. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> It'd Actually, be like just sorry, a long beep. I said you guys call listening. me. <laughs> I meant to say person. One person is listening. Exactly. <laughs> By accident. Uh, do people? Uh, uh, no. Never. I guess not. No. No. Yeah. It has. Uh, no. But Kevin's already a shitty name, so, you know. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's like the worst. Well, that's a name. <laughs> it's, it's an ingredient. No, but they have, um. there's that book, We Need to Talk About Kevin. It's just like this horrible psychopathic kid. He really didn't do us any favors for Kevin's, and neither did uh, that other... Dude, my um, country of origin didn't make do me any favors. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're you're from oh, you're from Russia. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Like me, there's... Uh, who, Don't oh, want to drink some tea. There's a famous Kevin. There's, there's the, the, the kid from Home Alone. No. Yeah. No, there's is... Kevin Hernandez. That's a kid from like a bunch of comedy movies. That's exactly you. 
that's the, the that's not Balzac B, but uh, other other Kevin's in general. There's not many. No, no. The old assholes. Well, ha- assholes, assholes. <laughs> Whatever you say, Carl. Ha, Carl. Alex. Let's <laughs> call him Alex. Let's call Alex. Hey, Welcome, ha- guys. It's uh, Kevin, uh, Dimitri, and, and Alex. 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 Good. Um, so yeah. So Welcome. what are we drinking today? We're already in. Uh, We've been drinking rum for a few hours now. And what did you buy? El Dorado, 21 years. Old. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like cognac. It really is. It's a great color to it. And it's uh, very dark, you know? So it's, it's almost like cognac. I'll, I'll try. I'll take a sip after yeah. of, uh, of the real thing, not a mix. What are you guys mixing it with, though? Just some Coke. Oh. What are, what are you... But no, I meant, what are you, what are you guys putting it in the glass? <laughs> <laughs> what is this powder? <laughs> exactly. It's my friend, uh, Cocaine. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, Ch- Charlie Kane. Charlie, exactly. <laughs> Charlie made an appearance. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we're having that. Just some uh, some Coke. And uh, you're having what, Dima? Uh, it's a Stella. Yeah. Tall boy. I mean, it says a premium beer, so I fall for it every single time. He has a Seiko uh, beer cozy on it. I'm also wearing a Seiko. Ah. Damn. What yeah. kind of Seiko are you wearing today? What are you wearing? It's a Sumo. One of the three watches that I have. <laughs> I just cool. cycle through them. I'm sure I've, I've done. You have more than that. I can count four at least. I, I mean, yeah. I, I never wear them. Yeah, That's four. True. I have four. <laughs> four. I'm selling it. I'm selling my Amphibia. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How much are you going to have to pay to get rid of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's lead, so it's it's hard. You have I'll to give really, you $14 for you it. You have to really Take like... It. I dig really deep to to make sure that the metal is that the poisonous metal doesn't go through. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It uh, <laughs> is the is the selling point. You're like, look, you're gonna have to try it on, but they can't let it have too much skin contact before it reacts. You're like, you get ten seconds with it, make a decision. Have you ever guys watched uh, what we do in the shadows? Yeah, remember the part when he's like, hey, this is like my necklace that my girlfriend gave me, but it's full like <laughs> silver, and he's like, I'm gonna show you how I wear it, and he's a vampire, yeah. so he puts it on and like, it starts smoking immediately. <laughs> yeah. He's like. Uh, 10 seconds it's like okay I gotta take it off like, this, is, this is pretty much as long as I can wear this that's the same thing that's the same thing with the bus yeah. it's dangerous levels of radiation <laughs> oh excellent. my god oh that's so good so, so what are we talking about today um, I don't know alcohol yes we, we talked about Hal- oh yeah alcohol 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 cool okay um, but yeah we're deep like five six drinks in yeah, so it's uh, my second uh, beer, guys. I'm not sure what you guys are talking you about. You should catch up. Uh, yeah, we'll catch up. And uh, yeah, we just said maybe we could do different type of alcohol and watches and why we want to match them. So it's stupid. Could be funny. Could be the worst. You really ever. undersell it. It's like yeah, we like, do this yeah, three watch. Yeah, 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 can you, can you please redo the description <laughs> of what we're doing? No. <laughs> no, I think it's because we drink on the podcast all the time. We're like, let's find a drink and then say oh what would it be paired with and why and just shoot the shit about exactly. it exactly it's like That's when you a do a difference between what i said i don't know it's english it's versus <laughs> like <laughs> versus wolf wolf <laughs> it's like wine and food pairing we're doing wine or other drink and watch yeah yeah, yeah. it's not that bougie it's like worse oh, there he goes with a big word like bougie bougie you think you're better than me yeah do you, what, what is it <laughs> come on so, um, just to finish quickly the wrist check, he was wearing a sumo. I'm wearing my Tudipalagas as like the couple of last week because it's the new watch, still honeymoon phase. But so have you taken it off this week at all? No, full of cheese. Still Ugh, there. Can you please never mention that word again? <laughs> cheese. Or like space it out until like maybe once every like eight podcasts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> every episode, it's eight you seem to mention it. Yes. So, well, 
it's cheese because it's weak. It's started milk and go cheese. Uh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. God. Uh, but yeah, Tudor Pelagos is still on my wrist. It's not going anywhere for uh, now. Uh, honeymoon phase, it's how long for you with your Speedmaster? It was like a well, year? It's been a year and a half now, so it's, I'm still in my honeymoon phase. Anything you discovered about the watch this week? <laughs> So um, if you look at the dial, you can, <laughs> you can tell the time. time. It, it's blue. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice. Anything new, you're like, oh, I didn't notice. Uh, I went to theaters to see a movie, and I was outside just before that for like 40 minutes or so. And when I was inside the um, theater, the like luminous was really bright. It was really blue. How long does it last? You had to hide it. You told me you had to yeah, like, I, I shit, this is too bright. It was really bright. Like it was, uh, my peripheral vision was blue because of it. Which uh, movie did you see? Same that we saw. Uh, was he Tenet again? Tenet. Watched it backwards. Yeah, I watched it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, apparently. You have to like reverse out of the theater. <laughs> he wore all of his shit inside out. <laughs> I don't know. Does that work? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, please dress up. Uh, but yeah, you the reverse your car from the parking lot. <laughs> drove the highway. Drove backwards. So. The, uh, the Luminous is really, really bright. I wasn't expecting that. I have other watches would do that Luminous. And this one is, is um, as bright as it gets. The Loom, yeah. Loom. And uh, yeah, I didn't know because for the last two, three weeks I had owned that, that watch, I didn't really have the chance to be outside like a lot of sun and be inside. It was really dark. Anything okay. else did you notice about the watch since you bought it? No, it's light, so I forget uh, I'm wearing it. Yeah, I was I was going to wonder. Was like, do you notice the lightness? But it's uh, not that light, though. It's, it's quite thick. And the bracelet also. Like, it's titanium. It, is, it would have been a lot. Like, mine is heavy because like compared to titanium. yours for sure. Yeah, but it's the same about the same size, right? Oh yeah, it's quite heavy. It it's notice it's super yeah. noticeable. And heavy. that strap code does that. Uh, oh yeah. Heft. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, but I was uh, comparing it to my Machino, was forty millimeter and steel, and there's a huge difference, right? And this one's forty two, so yeah, you feel it, nothing. It, yeah. It's bigger and lighter than. Well, how many grams is it? Do you know? No. Uh, no, I don't know. Nothing. I, I thought it was a little over a hundred. I I I think I was looking I was looking for that, but I I can't um, I can't recall the exact number. Let's so, um, so yeah, Ke- Kevin, the... Kevin, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a newcomer. Hold on, Pelagos. Wait, Wait. I uh, got it. One fifty-seven. Oh yeah. So ounces or gram? Uh, gr- gram. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pounds. <laughs> Metric tons. <laughs> Kilos. <laughs> Metric tons. <laughs> Kilos. Okay, Rolex Submariner weight to give you an idea: five point five ounces, one hundred fifty-five grams. Okay, so it's similar, it's but similar. I mean, for different size. For 42 millimeter. Sure, uh, sure, 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 sure. All right. Guys, I'm wearing a new addition to my family. I pulled the trigger and bought myself a Hoyer or a Tech Hoyer. I thought it was Black Clock family. (laughs) Exactly, the big Black Clock family. I went out, pulled the trigger on a Hoyer Monaco caliber, Tech Hoyer Monaco caliber 11. The Steve McQueen. Uh, that's nothing more to say other than that. Have you researched about the history of that watch? Have they changed it since the time the Steve McQueen wore it? Oh, yeah. Um, this is the truest to it that came out. Um, the most basic, I'm assuming, then, right? Like the no, most the, where, the, where the crown was put on the on the left side as opposed to the right, the kind of movement that they used, uh, the new Tag Heuer Caliber 12s, I think is actually the most important cal- uh, caliber that they received, for, that they, re- sorry, released for the, the Heuer Monaco, the Tag Heuer Monaco, but it's it's less true to it. it this one's more subdued. Um, it has that thick sapphire crystal over it. It is. It's a, it's a thick watch. It's a it's big a thick watch. watch. It's. Um. I really love it. I'm oh, gonna post beautiful. some pictures on our Instagram, it's Big beautiful. Black Clock Official. Take a look. But we'll talk about our picks for um, matching drinks with our watches. 
and I went with three watches that I own, and this is going to be one of them. So we'll wow, chat so about that. In what is the reason why on Caliber 11 they put the crown on the left side? Apparently, it was to um, remind people they didn't have to wind it because it was the first automatic. Oh, so you wouldn't have to wind it; it's automatic. Oh, yeah. that is that is interesting. That was the reason. It's a cool story. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a cool story. You know, I actually heard something. I had to. Say, I had to say this. I, I I was reading something about the Rolex Milgauss this week, and this was so cool because they go, "What's more Rolex than this?" They have two a, Rolex. They have a green. <laughs> <laughs> two of them. Two. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm I'm Boom. joking, but there was a commercial for like, "What's better than a Sony?" Two Sony. Two Sony. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a super old commercial for like a Sony TV. Oh, that's funny. So. The Rolex Milgauss, what they were saying was the, the, the sapphire crystal is green, right? And the face is blue. And they go, it's so difficult. It's one of the only things they didn't patent. And when they ask Rolex, they go, why didn't you patent? They go, it's so hard to make the crystal. It goes, fuck it. We don't need to patent it. Try it. Try it. Do it yourself. Just, yeah. They didn't even feel the need to patent it. And I was like, if there's nothing, that is the most Rolex thing you could think about. Just try it. They go, fuck it. No, we're going to put a green a sapphire crystal. So you didn't patent it? No need. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably really expensive in R&D, right? I was like, just like, hearing gonna, that, I was like, man, that's very, that that's very Rolex. That's very Rolex. Anyway, yeah. so uh, yeah, new addition to the family, Hoyer Monaco Caliber 11, and it will link to the subject we're about oh, to chat about. Well, would you like to start? Yes, I could start, and I will start with uh, my Caliber 11. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the Caliber 11? <laughs> in thinking about that, the idea is um, it makes you think of, obviously, Steve McQueen, right? That's the the idea. So Steve McQueen is like, what was his nickname? He was like the king of cool. Yeah. So I did some research about him, about this watch, but more so about Steve McQueen. So I'm like, I'm going to match the watch with Steve McQueen. So that that was really my my approach. So the guy had a bunch of things about his, his toys, uh, the fact he was king of cool, the women he dated. But what was really cool is that this, he, you know, I was looking at the movies he turned down. He turned down Rambo. He turned down Encounters of the Third Kind, Breakfast is Tiffany's, Ocean's Eleven, Apocalypse Now. He turned down Rambo. Yeah, he turned down How Rambo. How old was he? To, to play I who? Don't know. To play Rambo? I think that he was supposed to be in the move in First Blood, but he was rejected but by producers. He wasn't going to play Rambo. He was. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think it was. Ra- no, no, John Rambo. Maybe was, like the sheriff. That was the. I have no idea. But okay. they 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 turned him down because of his age. That's what yeah, because that's what I thought. He's, he was quite old, even. He was turned down, yeah. But he had turned down uh, other movies. He turned down like Breakfast at Tiffany's, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, he was supposed to be in that as well. Good Will Hunting, <laughs> Fast so and Furious. I, I keep thinking, like, when I think about it, it's like his two-fingered salute. You know that British salute like this? That's like telling someone to fuck off. Like, you know, he did that at the end of Lamaze to do, like the two competing drivers. Um, so it was, like, it was like a tactic between the English and the French. So it was like this, this, like, uh, this two-finger uh, salute there. It's a fuck you. I was also looking at, you know, this guy, you know, apparently he cheated death. <laughs> and, and as Dimo was doing, you're one you. finger away of being really Italian. Yeah, but apparently that one finger that they do is because I'd, I'd actually read this before is that they used to show it between the British and the French. And they used to, when they used to catch archers, they used to cut off one of their fingers, their middle finger, which wouldn't allow them to shoot arrows. And then what they would do is that when the archers, this is all guys, it's all like a fucking story. So you don't know the truth of it. It's but, a history. Yeah. Like, I don't even know, like. 
I had read this. So apparently, when the archers well, it depends would be, where you read it, right? That would be that would escape. No, no, but there's multiple places <laughs> under a bridge. Somebody wrote it. <laughs> Some <laughs> guy told me. <laughs> Some guy graffitied on the wall. <laughs> apparently, they cut off the middle finger, and then when they they didn't cut it off when they would be leaving, they would show them the finger to say, "Like I still have my archer's finger." Oh, so you're that you're saying that's the origin of the of the middle, the finger. middle finger. That I've read that before. That's cool. Yeah, that's that apparently cool. they would cut the archer's finger, middle finger off, so they can no longer shoot. But then those that would escape, they would do show that they still had their middle finger. That too. is actually super cool. Yeah, I read that before. So apparently, um, um, Steve McQueen, he cheated death. He was supposed to be at the house party where Charles Manson sent everyone to kill all the Sebring and the four other people. Oh, yeah, shit. There's a few other people that uh, kind of canceled their plans, right? Yeah, yeah. It was all like serendipity. And he was part of that group. And then he refused to hire bodyguards. Isn't serendipity supposed to be something very happy and positive? I don't know. Because it's not really serendipity Fine, it's for those not, people. It's very uh, lucky, I guess. <laughs> not for the people. Not for the, <laughs> that no, actually for him. Party. For him. who you ask. <laughs> for him, he cheated death. It, it's all a matter of perspective. So anyway, he, he refused to hire bodyguards after the incident because he was like, really cool scared. But he carried a gun and he ended up learning martial arts of uh, Tang Sudu, whatever that is. I don't know. Say that again? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, absolutely not. And then he, 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 then he became good friends with... Um, with Bruce Lee, <laughs> so this guy's really—he's like the very cool dude. So I was like, but I mean, what? they were well, for sure were friends with each other at that time, right? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like he's a movie star, a mega star, right? So, but I was like, what would be the perfect Steve McQueen uh, drink? So I was looking at a ginger mint julep, and 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 uh, why? Uh, uh, Poppy Van Winkle. Uh, <laughs> bourbon from like the super rare bourbon from the states. Well, there's a there's a bourbon called Bullet, right? Okay, Bullet bourbon. And his name is actually Bullet in the Steam McQueen movie. Is the name of a McQueen movie? It's Bullet or Bullet? Uh, bullet. Okay. Bullet. And the drink. Um, what does he drive in that movie? It's his. Gre- it's a green car. It's a. What is it? Ford. Oh, it's a Mustang. Mustang. Yeah. Mustang. My father is obsessed with that car. The green one is that one's very expensive. That's a fastback uh, yeah, Mac fast something, back, yeah. I think. No, it's, it's, no, it's not a Mac. It's not a Mac one. It's a fastback. It's a, well, I thought it was a, okay. Okay, just ask. I'll look it Carl. up. Carl, tell it's us. Like a, Alex, it has like Alex, a nice, please nice, tell us. Very green. Yep. Let's ask Alex. Yeah, and now that green yeah, is Alex, the, can you tell us? Alex, uh, Alex. Hey, uh, Alex. Now that green is known as the bullet green. A bullet green. So I'm calling this with bullet bourbon, making this ginger mint julep. And I found this recipe online. So you put one and three quarter ounces of bullet bourbon. But you know what? Fuck that noise. You put in two and three quarters, maybe three ounces. Look, look at you. Look at you like balling with like multiple ounces of alcohol. <laughs> balling. Alcohol. 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 Three H's. Thank you, Helix. No problem. And then in that, you add in some stirring, some maybe half ounce of ginger liqueur. You add in maybe another half ounce of some sailor's aperitif, some ice and some mint leaves. So you combine the bourbon and the ginger liqueur in the mixing glass over some ice. So you need a long spoon for that. Then you smash four of the mint leaves and you place them in this mixing glass. Use a nice bar spoon, long stem. I would say for a good 10 to 15 seconds, you're going to want to mix that up. And then you're going to smash the remaining piece of the mint. You're going to place that on top of the rocks and you're going to serve that out. And you got that mint julep while you're wearing your, your Steve McQueen Caliber 11 Monaco. And to me, that is the definition of a nice, cool summer day, summer drink with your summer watch. King of cool. King of cool, man. Fucking, you know, you learn whatever, what was that martial art I said? So wow, said again? What's the yeah. name? Something it was like Kung Pao or <laughs> Kung Pao? I don't know. Kung Pao Sushi. Was it was the, uh, the Tang Sudo. 
Okay, I'll. You know what? I'll trust you on that. I don't. Know. That's have to say. Thanks, Udo. <laughs> I was with Bruce Lee, right? No, there was apparently rumors that Bruce Lee was his martial arts instructor, but apparently it was not true. That they were just friends. Wait, what? What does being a martial instructor martial instructor mean then? If they were just friends, <laughs> what? Because. <laughs> There were rumors that Bruce Lee was his martial arts okay. instructor, but apparently oh, he no, was no, no, not. No, no, no. We're, we're just, just friends. friends. We're just friends. It's nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're he's just not, friends. He's our martial instructor. We're just friends. We're just friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he was a really cool dude. Apparently gave back a lot to his community. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, what about this guy? But then, you know, I, you know, recently I read a, a couple articles. Apparently he used to like beat his wife and stuff. So it's like, not, not King cool. of cool. King was, of cool. Wow. I was honestly, yeah. Look, I was just <laughs> listening to... Um, uh, Joe Rogan experience on the way here. He was talking to uh, Ben Shapiro, not the most popular guy probably right now. Yikes. But like, that guy is smart. Like, as much as you might disagree with most things that he says, he's a smart guy. <laughs> well, like, he makes points, right? That that you can you can understand where he's coming from. Anyways, the point I'm making is that they were talking about how everybody's removing monuments for people, right? Everybody in history was uh, was shitty. Everyone was bad with for with women. Everybody used to have slaves at some th- point, right? It's just... I think that the problem with the monuments that they were pulling down, which I think is fine, is that they were put up when they were losing the Civil War. And they're like, you know what? We're going to erect some fucking statue of some sure. slave driver. Sure. Yeah. And then they, it, it, that, that's kind of the reason. And they were sure. like, let's put it up in defiance of the fact that we're losing to like, the North. Yeah, I agree. It's just that the point that I'm making... Look at Alex's face. We are talking about those people. Not Like, you should never... Um, glorifies liberties in any way because they're, they're just, just regular yeah. people, right? Nobody's 100%. They're all fallible. No one is ever yeah. 100% perfect. No. You're not? <laughs> For sure, every single one of them has something, right? And there's no athlete today that's, that's perfect, right? Yeah. All of your childhood heroes were at some point uh, taken off their pedestal, right? Yeah, yeah. So It's true. Shouldn't, we shouldn't idolize them, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. I still idolize Tiger Woods. Well, filling 18 holes and after that going to do play some golf oh my god no it should be that you know you know at the end of like Price is Right when they get it wrong or they lose it goes you are the weak link you are the weakest link goodbye goodbye so that was my thing you know I just want to go with like what would match perfectly with a caliber 11 I was like a mint julep and suppose you know think of yourself at the F1 in Monaco off one of those boats by the track. It's not, they're not boats. Yachts. They're yachts. yachts. You're oh, sitting on a yacht. A boat. And you're having a, mint, you're having a mint julep it's with bullet, bullet bourbon. It's a yacht. You know, oh. you're on the Tag Heuer fucking speedboater yacht. Uh, yacht. No, they have speedboats. There was those Tag Heuer speedboats. Let's say yacht. Y- yacht. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I can understand where you're, uh, where you're going with all that. You know, yeah, where is, is, is Steve Green ever drove an F1? Probably, right? Uh, I don't know. I never looked that up. For sure he did. King of cool, yeah. He is cool. He's so, really cool. Um, so that's my first uh, pick. How many do you have? Three. Okay. I had three. Uh, this was my, like, my, the other ones are a little bit more uh, inventive. And uh, f- uh, anyway, we'll see. Uh, Alex, uh, would you like to? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go next. Um, so I like whiskey scotch. That's just something I love to drink. Do they call it whiskey scotch or is it just scotch? It's just the whiskey that comes from Scotland and you call it scotch because... I call it scotch whiskey. I've seen that scotch whiskey but blend. Do they, well, there's I, blends. I don't know. I'm asking. Like a Shivas is a scotch whiskey blend. Do you have single malt? Well, isn't scotch supposed to be single malt only? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but you said you think so. I think so. But why do you think so if you don't know? Well, it w- would make sense. 
Well, no, because a blended scotch, what I'm reading here, is a mix of both malt whiskeys and grain whiskeys, sourced from different distilleries. Apparently, even the one that's uh, single malt scotch is still a blend. It's just a blend of the same from different years. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, even you get, let's say, a 16-year something-something, that scotch will not be pure 16-year. It will be a blend. So a blended whiskey... Yeah, yeah, 16 is going to be the... certain D, percentage has to yeah. be uh, that 16-year, and the other can be the, the, the regular. So yeah. a blended whiskey is a product of blending different types of whiskeys and sometimes also natural grain spirits, coloring, and flavorings. So it's generally the product of mixing one or more high-quality straight or single malt whiskeys. So you're mixing single malt whiskeys with less expensive spirits. Okay. So that allows for a lower-priced product, though... Expensive premium varieties also exist. So you can get a really expensive uh, blend. But uh, if you don't get a single malt, that's 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 how it works out. Yeah. Okay. So you we learned, learned something today. Lagavulin, 12 years. Nice. Ron Swanson, uh, eh? Well, Ron Swanson, I was going to say, yeah, it's a lot it's of Parks really, and Rec. Huh? Yeah, it's a lot of Parks and Rec. I was re-watching that recently, so it might have influenced me a bit. Um, but Just yeah, so 12 years, it's a single mat scotch whiskey. That's what they're bringing out. And it's uh, from Isla. 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 Yeah. It's the ones, uh, those are, it's, it's an island there where most of the scotches that they have are peated. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have the smoky, like a very really distinct smoky, smoky um, uh, smell. So it's, uh, yeah, they, it's pretty much grass. They're putting grass under their, um, the malt to give them their smoky taste. So it's really. So you don't even have a drink. You're just straight up alcohol. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so a bottle of like Evelyn, twelve years old, and um, the watch that goes with it, it's a Panerai seven seven nine, and that's uh, what's the name of that Panerai? Like a Radiomir, or is it the name of the? It's a Luminor. It's a Luminor. It's a Luminor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's a crown guard on it. Okay. Okay. And my idea behind that it was that uh, that Scotch, that whiskey, is um, simple but really bold. Right, you really need to love Scotch to drink. Is it like simple? Like, sorry, is that whisk, that Scotch is simple? Well, when you look at the branding on a bottle overall, there's no marketing around that, and it's just you need to understand it and love Those it. Those babies sell themselves; they don't need marketing. Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but it's really smoky, right? Uh, when you, I was looking at for the description, like on, on forums and people drinking whiskey and everything, and the big words were smoldering barbecue smoke. Um, freshly cut grass vibe, wet wood aroma, bonfire amber, orange peel. Like it's, they're all really bold taste notes. All of okay. them. They right? sound like car air fresheners. Exactly right. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Those little things you hang on the fucking mirror there. I'm yeah. not super knowledgeable. Dark chocolate, cigar smoke were two words I were finding a lot. Cigar. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that Panerai Seven Seven Nine. It's coming on the. Um, I forget the name. It's like, bond. On a bond. Bund. B-U-N-D. Bund. Bundstrap. Oh, that's Bundstrap. what they call I thought it was Bond, like bo- like James Bond strap. No, no, it's Bundstrap. Okay. So it's a lot of letter, right? And well, it's B-U-N-D. I don't know how you pronounce that. If you want to say Bund or Bund or, or Bund. Fußball Bund, right? <laughs> Deutscher Fußball Bund. There you yeah. go. Well, I was on the website, it's like P-U-N-T. Is it possible? P-U-N-T? Yeah. Punt? Punt? Yeah. Like a football play where you punt the ball away? That's from Panerai website. Oh, maybe it's a Panerai Bundstrap. It's a bund. It's a bund strap. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot of letter. It's a big watch. It's bold in its size and everything, but it's really simple. It's California dial. There's mm-hmm. no Panerai logo. It's all black. It's a DLC Sterile case. Dial, yeah. Titanium case. So it's light. Lighter. Um, it's 30 bar, so 300 meters if you want to go 
with your leather bun straps yeah, pretty to much, dive right? for 300 meters. It's, um, yeah, and uh, it's a, a calf uh, bund or punt or punt. Um, I don't know. For me, it was like too bold um, alcohol and a watch. It's a lot of presents, but really need to know okay. what it is. That was How big is that watch? Uh, 44. Okay. 44. Yeah. So, so it's, it's the only same size as the, the, the your Panerai? Mine's 45. Yeah, 44, oh, okay. 45, 45. Yeah, but it's 44 plus the Crown Guard. Yours is Roger Mayer, so you don't have the Crown Guard, right? Never, never, never has a, yeah, no, no such thing. But then a, you have a huge onion crown there. Yeah. Oh, that onion crown is so beautiful. Yeah, it's <laughs> really is great. So, okay, so it's a refined, no. Oh, you say simple, simple over scotch. Simple, but yet bold, right? Yeah. And uh, for the scotch and the watch. Um, and have you had that scotch? It's quite yes. good. Yeah, yes, it's yes, excellent. Yes. Huh? Well, uh, that's what I was gonna say. My father really loves scotch, and this is one of his favorite. It, it's really good. It's really good. Yesterday I, w- I was out. I saw you downtown, mm. uh, Dimitri, and uh, I drank pretty much like a villain sixteen all night. That was an unfortunate encounter. Exactly right. We only do podcasts outside of the podcast. Wait, no, no, no. Really I'm sorry. Let's rewind. You you did what? You drank what all night? Like a villain sixteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Drinks are on him next time, huh? <laughs> I mean, what are you drinking? I'm I'm drinking Stella <laughs> out of like a styrofoam cup. <laughs> This is this is a uh, very sense. far from Lagavulin's. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then today he brings is, a bottle of like twenty-one year old rum. Room temperature Stella out of a styrofoam cup that says Seiko on it. That doesn't that's none of this. You know, stuff makes any like, sense. what do you get drunk as well? Just get drunk on good alcohol. How's you have uh like a I, you know yeah. I think my favorite Scotch single. Mo- I had four the McKellen four, four uh, glasses yesterday of Lagavulin. Okay, I think McKellen is my my Pints. go-to. Purple <laughs> pints, goddamn! <laughs> you know what? Just give me the bottle. It's quicker. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had. Um, I think my favorite to go to single malt would be the McKellen. I really enjoy it. A good one that's not too expensive is Balmore. A Balmore, yeah. It's Balmore? Uh, not cheap either. It's not cheap. Glenmorangie as well. Glenmorangie, uh, I just bought recently, by the way. I don't know if you've yeah. you've seen. It. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've had Glenmorangie. Very good. I like a blended Scotch whiskey. Like I'll get a like a Shivas as a good daily yep. drinker, or even some Maker's Milk breakfast. Breakfast, but I really like. <laughs> what is your breakfast Scotch? <laughs> I really like um, daily breakfast Scotch. Daily breakfast Scotch. <laughs> yeah. Maker's Mark. S- s- what I like to say about smoky Scotch most of the time is like drinking bacon. <laughs> I've never drank bacon. Okay, I don't but like know what you're room temperature about. or like. <laughs> <laughs> what well, if how you like it? Really, you think well, it's like drinking bacon? I yeah, like it's such a uh, yeah. the, the smoke, right? But the peated, it, like the peated smell, is very particular. I wouldn't compare it to smokiness that comes from bacon. No, like I would, com- I would look at more like the Highland. You look at Highland Park and whatnot; those are very smoky. Yeah, no, they, they taste or like oaky, smoke. oaky. They taste like the wood, right? They, yeah. Like casker, the, the, the casks. They taste like that when they're uh, p- bottling the uh, the bottles. Or the shop was on fire. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, bottle this. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. Put the alcohol in the bowl. Come on, quick, out, out, out. Uh, but yeah, it's it's simple. It's not as um, there's not a, as big as a story behind it as you did with your Monaco. But you know, you're dreaming. You just got in your watch. You went like on that tangent of sure, King of yeah. Cool. And me was like, yeah, it's Scotch and there's a big watch. It's bold. Scotch and a big watch. <laughs> bold. I'm glad you prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Scotch, big watch. Uh, but yeah, so Dimitri, do you have anything to say uh, for yourself? For myself. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, what do you have to say for yourself? What kind of what kind of podcast is this? The worst, the worst, worst, the worst, worst, like the sausage, worst. Mm. Yes. Um, 
I've prepared uh, I've prepared one watch and one drink, but I I'll, I'll spend more time. Good. It's more uh, it's more interesting than your stories. Why are never interesting? I put more thought it's into so this. much better other than your current. I put a lot of like I put more. I think of a pairing. The pairing is pretty good, and I basically <clears throat> I will um, I'll mention it right away. The the uh, drink of my choice is a beer, but not a, a any kind of beer. It's the it's the microbrew, uh, specifically an IPA, and we are in, on the East Coast, so it's a Northeast IPA, right? Um, the um, uh, choice of watch for me is the Grand Seiko uh, Snowflake. It's okay. the as SBGA 211 a Snowflake. The reason why I'm pairing them, I think, is quite interesting, is that um, for somebody who doesn't know beers at all, your idea of a beer is like a store-bought box of whatever, like a Heineken or but Corona, or something that just looks like piss <laughs> and has zero flavor. I mean, it's a it's yeah. a refreshment that you can drink on a beach, maybe put a lime into it, right? It, the beer itself is not um, the word I'm looking for. The beer itself is not what conveys flavor. It's the other things that add flavor into the beer that kind of, that help. Yep. So let's say if you drink a Corona, like they advertise drinking a Corona with a lime in it. Yeah, because the beer itself has no flavor, right? Yeah, it's because it's, it's, it's tasteless or doesn't taste good right. at all. So you just want the citrus, right? <laughs> exactly. So uh, unfortunately, majority of people who don't get into beer, uh, their knowledge of beer or idea of beer is that. It's limited by the beers that you can buy in a grocery store that are all basic, super basic, right? But the thing is, there's a whole there's a whole huge world out there of beers that are actually really good. Like good beers can be really tasty and yeah. really interesting to make. And there's a lot of different types. So when you when you go get a a, a Northeast IPA, for example, it's an introduction, right? So it introduces you well, to like a tasty so, beers. And or... I think this is I think this is the connection to the watch pairing, right? When you when you bring an IPA like a Northeast IPA to someone, and that beer. Is in the same can, and they like sometimes, most of the times, those cans they don't necessarily look anything special, it's just a can of beer, right? And then you, you, you show, like, hey, I brought a beer, it's a Northeast IPA, and then like, oh, okay, you brought a beer, right? Because they everybody has that, oh my, it's a fucking Heineken, who cares, right? <laughs> well, then you start pouring it into a glass, you're like, oh, okay, it's different. First thing you see is like, it's very different because, because it's a, a very different color. Yeah, it's uh, alcohol time, by the way. If you hear any yeah. noise, it's Kevin, he's like, I'm that's stopping because it's too loud. God damn. And we're back. Sorry about that. It was a drink break. Yeah, it was a drink break. Uh, I mean, this is so quite important, so we had to take What'd you break. serve yourself now? We have a El Dorado 21-year-old rum. So Is that what it is? Did you make this? What he, do you mean? Did he make rum? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he did. No, I, I didn't. Good. This. What is this computer? Did you make this? <laughs> was that comedian? He goes like I this. I like your shirt. You know, did you make it? There's a comedian. He talks about like dad prices or mom prices. Like your dad comes over. He's like... Hey, what is this? This is nice. How much you pay for this? And then well, you're like, well, I can make it six hundred dollars, and you were discounted. <laughs> I can make that shit for you for six hundred dollars. You make a Samsung TV. <laughs> you guys remember that Ali G episode when he goes and talks to like a DEA, and then they show all kinds of drugs they confiscate, and he's like, oh, "What is that? What is that? What is that?" He's like, "What is this? This is like cocaine." He goes, "Oh yeah, how much like a bag like this costs?" He goes, "Like this and this and this." He goes, "Really?" He goes, "You've been screwed over. I can get you that for half price." <laughs> They're coming up with a new Borat. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's still rumors. I've heard of that, but like I couldn't find any reference. Oh no! Okay, I just took your. You? I just took the guys' word for yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. 
Damn it. Yeah. The only thing I read is it, ha- it had a hard time to redo it because everyone knows. Ah, uh, that was my first thing I said too. I exactly. go, does anyone not notice? Yeah. Or was it more like um, the dictator? Like really... Was it more like the dictator maybe? Oh. Where it's a movie. Like an actual movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. I, anyway. Back to your saying. So when you said when they bring you... So I'm talking about, let's say, um, when people get introduced to an actual good beer, people who don't know anything about beers, they drink the Heineken's, the, just the standard, right? Beers you can buy at a grocery store. When no they, offense to you, by the way, if you, that's what you drink. When they get... When they get like a good beer and then somebody brings them a, a can, it's just a can of beer. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, you're going to give me another beer. Okay, fine. Once you start pouring it, first thing you see, it is completely different. It's it's hazy. It's a different color. It's it's not something that you would expect from a beer, right? Because your perception of what a beer should be Piss-like. is very different. And then you get the, the smell. Because a good beer, again, I'm talking about specifically the Northeast IPAs, has a lot of citrus aromas, right? And it's very powerful. Like It's pungent, like hoppy. You can, exactly, you can smell all kinds of different citrus. So that is like the second thing you see, like, wow, okay, that's noticeable. And obviously once you start tasting it, it doesn't taste anything like the beers that you're used to. So so when you drink a beer, because you know beers a lot, is there such a thing as, you know, because they say it when you drink wine, I find it silly. They go, oh, smell the bouquet. The bouquet consists of... <laughs> well, you don't say that. I mean, the, the Carl's laughing, but you know what I mean. They the say, nose of the well, no- look, what, but what's look. a bouquet? It's a bouquet of. I wonder if beer has well, the same thing because beer is like that. Well, morning. for example, like um, I really like IPAs, and for everybody who's listening, I'm also I also brew my beer. Uh, Such a hipster with other friends. <laughs> it speaks the guy with the longest beer of all time and a beanie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the um, let's say the northeastern IPA style. There's a certain amount, certain dip- different types of hops that they use. And every single one of those hops is very particular. It's very distinguishable one from another. So mm. I can tell which hops are in the beer by just tasting the beer, right? I mean, there's a lot of different types of hops that they, they, that are that I'm not aware of, but the ones that they put in this specific style, I can most of the time tell you like which ones are in that beer. So whenever I'm even shopping for one, I can always look at the label and see, oh, okay, they put this in there. Oh, that must be good. Like the labels, they identify what kind of hops. They not put always, in. not oh. everybody, but sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, and they tell you like what. Even sometimes they even say which malt they use. Like they they put a lot of stuff. They what's tell a, you the what's a really good hop. Well, Citra Citra is like one of the most famous ones, like biggest ones for the, that they they've used in those IPAs. But it, there's a lot of different ones uh, uh, that they use. Uh, Citra Citra is like a super flavorful, like orange zest type of uh, 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 flavor. I really liked your um, your batch. You guys made a batch that uh, had a, an abundance of mango, and I really liked that batch. Oh yeah! So we actually Good. made a batch where we actually put mango, yeah. proper mango. I went to a grocery store. I bought a bunch of frozen mango, cut it up, boiled it. I no, did I boil? I think I boiled it a little boiled bit so that safety. to kill all the bacteria. Yeah, yeah. Because you basically you have to put it into a, a bucket of liquid for like two weeks. You have to make sure that there's no bacteria. In yeah, there. so it doesn't grow. So right. Um, that one we actually put mango, but you you actually have I think I'm trying to remember. Um, oh yes, there's a there's a hop called Vic Secret, and a lot of hops come from either the western part of the states, so it's all around the same area where you have the American um, wineries. So it's the Napa or Sonoma valleys. You also have a lot of hops that come from that geographical area. Um, Why is it because of the, the Yakima climate? Valley? Yakima Valley. There's a very famous beer in Montreal. Yeah, the uh, Yakima, Yakima the by uh, Le Castor. Yeah. yeah. 
So there's a Yakim Valley, the way they grow a lot of hops in the States. So it's, is it climate-driven? It hop? is climate-driven okay. for sure. Uh, a, a lot of hops come from New Zealand also, by the way, oh. which is cool. So there's one very good hop that I love a lot. I think that tastes like mango. It's called Vic Secret. So if you see a beer that has Vic Secret, that's cool. Cause Vic Secret? Vic, Vic, like V-I-C? V-I-C, V-I-C secret. and Secret. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I think it's very cool because it, it, it has like a very particular flavor and it has the mango hints. Um, when it's done well, obviously, it will be very flavorful. So that's the thing. When people people don't realize when they when they don't know anything about beers, you give them the a good, like a IPA, or it doesn't have to be an IPA, but a good flavorful beer, they're like, oh, that's what a beer could taste like. Mm-hmm. That's also a beer. That's It doesn't have to be the Corona that you buy, that you have to put a, a lime in, otherwise it tastes, tastes like nothing, right? Skunky, yeah. So my my uh, uh, watch pairing for the for this is uh, a Grand Seiko Snowflake SBGA uh, SBGA two eleven, mm-hmm. right? And the reason it's for me it's the same kind of thinking. You, you, when somebody doesn't know about watches, you tell them, "Hey, I bought a, a a nice expensive watch," and you say, "Well, which one is that?" Oh, it's a Grand Seiko. Like, oh, it's a Seiko, because people's perception. Everybody knows what a Seiko is, but but because Seiko makes so much stuff, everyone's perception of a Seiko is like cheap. Cheap, yeah. right? A, they a Grand Einikin. They can't. Well, yeah, but that's exactly <laughs> My grand it. Honda people. Civic. It's, yeah. it's only Associate like the name with cheap ex- or accessible. Exactly, like only watch enthusiasts know that they have a Grand Seiko, but and I mean they also have very expensive good Seikos, right? All the Marine Masters and stuff. The Prospect lines. Yeah. Exactly. They don't know this. They are only familiar with the basic things, right? And that kind of does make sense. But then once you're like, well, let me show you the Seiko, right? And then once you start seeing it closer, you're like, oh, the details. Are that incredible. is not the Seiko that I thought it is, right? You have the Snowflake, and for everybody who doesn't know, the Snowflake is a quite famous. Uh, I think it's their, like their their flagship. Their right, yeah, and and it's all-star. the same thing as a good IPA, right? Once you start seeing the details, it's like, oh, okay, oh, I'm really liking this now, right? Oh my god, I didn't know that the watches could be that cool, because like first thing you see, it's a. It's a classic looking watch. It's not. It's very like subdued. It's not. There's nothing that stands out. It doesn't like. It doesn't jump out uh, on your face, right? Yeah. Like the the Panerai uh, you were talking about, right? It looks like a very classy uh, um, a watch, right? But then once you start seeing it closer, you see the dial, and the dial on the Snowflake is ridiculous, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Even the, where the... the name Snowflake came from. Exactly, and the way they make it, like it's layers and layers and layers of. Do they do they even call it the snowflake? I think no, it's. I think it's, um, a street I think it's just it's a street, street name. name. It's like yeah. the sumo or halko. Yeah. It's it's so it's the street name. There's no. But then you take for example the. Because Grinsico has the worst branding for their watch. Or. SB something something three. Numbers. All the names, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not great, but I mean they're not the worst. Like the. But I'll give the you like, Ross, SBGA, right? terrible names. It's SBGA like two eleven, and, and, and there's SBGA. 011, which is the Seiko Grand Seiko, and there's a different... Yeah, uh, but like when last time we were at um, Grand Seiko, uh, at dealer here in Montreal, even them, they were telling us it's so hard to like follow up. Oh, yeah. yeah. People call and they just give you references. You're like, I don't know what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, they, they take the number down. It's like, I'm going to call you. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking but about. You know, it's not only that dial, you know, those Dauphine hands. Oh, uh, man. And the precision level or the finish level on those hands, it's ridiculous, right? By hand, right? Yeah, they're all done. It, it is ridiculous. Do you know what's cool? You want to hear something cool about Grand Seiko about their hands? The blued hands are when they blew them. <laughs> <laughs> you accidentally blew myself. <laughs> I blew myself. Sorry, I blew myself. <laughs> the hands when they get blued normally they cook the hands at a certain temperature until they get blue. But then what 
Grand Seiko, what they do is that instead of having a machine that times them, they have someone who actually looks and then says, okay, they're ready. It's an expert. One, two, no. three. No. <laughs> he looks and he says, they're ready. Okay. So but it's not because they go, because it's on a flame, right? It's on a flame, yeah. So, so they, they flame them. Yeah. But and that then, is cool, right? But it's they don't time it because they go, all oh, the humidity of the room and other factors could could change the cooking time requirements. Yeah. But then it takes someone to look at it and say, okay, they're ready. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. So cool. And then once you start talking about the the watch itself, right? It's not aluminum. It's not metal. It's titanium. It's, it's titanium. Yeah. And, and you have the Zaratsu uh, polishing that they the call Zaratsu. it. Right? Zaratsu polishing yeah. that they call it, right? Yeah. Which is and, like... And titanium is the artist metal to polish. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks just like a regular uh, a stainless steel watch, yeah. but done, it isn't. Done by it's hand. It's high-grade uh, titanium. Like okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous dial that has like a, a very, very cool and difficult to produce finish. Uh the the blued uh, second hand right the dolphin hands that have the most ridiculous finish if you use your macro lens you won't yeah, finish, you won't find any anything mistakes, wrong no. anything that's not like perfect and then and then you look at the like a small gauge on the dial you see oh what is that that's oh, a charge indicator right yeah why yeah. is Power that reserved. oh it's because the movement is also crazy yeah. because it's a spring drive right and that spring drive movement has is rated to like Plus one minus second per month? Yeah, some of the, yeah, yeah. The what? Sp- yeah, it's like thirty seconds a year. God damn! It is. It yeah, is but it makes you think. Like th- that's what I'm saying. Crazy. That citizen chronometer. Sorry, it's not thirty seconds. It's fifteen seconds a, a year. year. There you go. So it's half seconds a month. <laughs> so to take for example that that citizen chronomaster. Yeah. What's so insane is that that's two seconds a year. Is it? I think I'm wrong. Sorry, I I, I think I'm, I, I'm compl- I'm wrong. I just opened it up. I think I'm fifteen wrong. seconds a month. It's huh? one second per day. Yeah, so fifteen. Wait, 15 as opposed to other watches that are like plus ten, minus ten, right? Yeah, yeah. It's plus. It's plus fifteen seconds so per month. So it's like it's like just ten percent of the but it is, marble versus any other. But it is like yeah. ten times better than most uh, yeah. mechanical watches, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's crazy. It, it gives you the best of the quartz and the best of the mechanical without the wear. Yeah. So. So, like the beer you were talking about, pretty much, it's a it's a watch that you you see it. It's it's cool. It's nice. It's beautiful. But when you take your time and you look at it and you, no, I think I, I, it's it's a bit of a different way I position this. It's kind of like for somebody who doesn't really know beer, that's your it's a gateway into like oh shit, beer could be good. But beer for is watches, um, it's the same thing. Beer is essentially an accessible, cheap, you know, drink. And what he's saying is that yeah, so is Seiko. And then you have some really impressive beer you go wait a minute it's not look at what cheap. this beer the beer i mean sorry the, no no the, no the, but the, beer yeah. is relatively cheap but you get right. this expensive beer yeah just like cheap seikos but you get this expensive seiko and then the more you deep dive into this beer you go man this is like a and this is what what, I, what do i always tell you about uh, ipas myself i go a good ipa They're balanced no i never say that <laughs> he always used that fucking word about balance guys that's i hate it <laughs> fuck Oh, I got you I there. I never say that. <laughs> <laughs> what I always say, I go, it's like it's like a bottle of wine. It has so much flavor. Once it you is... open it, you can't close it. You have to finish it. <laughs> There's no, a okay. about bottles I of wine. I these really good IPAs are like bottles of wine. They have so many layers to it. There's so much flavor. It's not something you drink like to accompany anything. No. no? What? <laughs> like a tiramisu. <laughs> what? What? Layers. Yeah. Lasagna. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, please thanks, die. guys. <laughs> it is this guy. But it was that was last the last but it's for Dima. Right? That's it. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't finished. By the way, you just sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're the worst. The yeah. other thing that I haven't said that's also amazing about the watch is that oh yeah, by the way, to screw down crown at hundred bar and ten bar. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, go swimming with it if you want. Yeah. You guys, right? Like, why not? Right? And seventy-two hour power reserve. 
72? Again, 72, Damn. which is pretty decent, right? It's a weekend, and all right? that in a very small pretty case. Pretty decent, that's excellent. It's, it's only 40, 41 millimeters. It's not super small, 12, 12 but and a light. half. But it's light. It is light. That's the thing. That's the one thing. I'm, I didn't like the, the diameter, but because the it's so white. The it is 100 gram. That's it. Compared to so a Pelagos, it's 157, right? That's, 155 that's, for a sub, was it? 150 for a yeah. sub? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's pretty much sums it up, right? Like even just like the, the beer, the watch is, for somebody who doesn't know, it's and under like, the oh, radar. Yeah, Seiko, and they're like, yeah, but exactly. let me show you the Seiko. Exactly. And then they're like, oh, that's I what, know beer, and like, but that, try this beer. And I think this is kind of a gateway into like, once you are able to show that person Hey, that's what makes yeah. a good watch good. If they can understand it, they can start to yeah. appreciate gradually. This is a, yeah. It's almost like a gateway. Yeah. And I think it's true, yeah, because beer is like, oh, we drank it because it was like potable, water wasn't available, so we're going to drink low alcohol percentage beer. And then you have these beers, you're like, yeah, it's just beer. Beer is just, you know, something, it's nothing refined. Everything's wine, but you're like, you know what? It's a peasant. And alcohol. it's expensive. It's expensive beer. And you're like, here, have a, this beer. And you're like, fuck, this is. This is really good. This yeah, is like it is expensive. Holy shit, the beer is really expensive. What's the beer? We were the other day. We were there, and I was like, "Oh, this beer looks great." And you were like, "Kev, it's nineteen dollars for a oh, bottle." Yeah. But yeah, it, was yeah. a t- it was a tall. But it was like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it was like nineteen because, bucks. I was like, what? because some of them are like fermented for like a year, right? They're like, yeah, this is like a small barrel, right? It's small batch. It's like the the very expensive effort. A lot of work that got put into it. Right? Well, they, it's a small batch. They keep it on the. They they keep it like stored away for yeah. a long time, and then. Yeah. yeah, I bought one of those. I bought the. It's always a small quantity, right? Because you're always kind of rolling the dice too. Sometimes you can fuck up a batch. And I think I've made you try before because I bought once. Uh, there's a uh, there's a brewery called Le Trois Mousquetaires in Montreal. Yeah. So they make uh, a porter, which is like a yeah. very very dark beer, mm-hmm. but they make a porter aged in barrel casks that's mixed with like yeah. something. Yeah. That was like that, a seventeen dollar yeah. bottle that yeah. I purchased. They make it once a year, small batch. I I was like, oh my god, you have it! So I like I instantly took it. It was very tasty, a lot of alcohol. It kind of tastes like a Porto. Not doesn't because there's a lot. It's like twelve, not maybe twelve, oh, yeah, but like ten percent like, alcohol. Yeah, it's like a lot of alcohol. Wine. Yeah. It's very tasty. It's worth buying it and having it once a year. But it is one of those beers that, yeah, it's not something you would be drinking as a regular beer. It's very very exclusive. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I uh, when we go shop at like uh, certain shops around here, and you pick up some good beer, it really is worth it. Yeah, man, really, really cool matching beer uh, and Grand Seiko. Yeah, I like it. I uh, hope you guys uh, can uh, match this. No, your next. I, uh, I can't at all. My next <laughs> one is a joke. It's not even funny. So, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's <laughs> do do your joke and uh, let's see what we got there. Wait, you want to go with me again? You well, have, it's like, your turn. It's, my, it's my turn. Okay, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. So, I'll finish off at the end with uh, my with, pick. With both of them, right? No, I'll just do one more. I think we're we're good for time, right? Uh, 57 minutes, minus yeah. five, so yeah. Yeah, we should be good. <laughs> Mine's five. Well, we're like always shit-talking uh, at the intro for like five minutes. So. Yeah, we just got shit on each other and then end the podcast, yeah. Pretty much. So, you know what? Uh, Wait a minute, though. You haven't even tasted your rum. Do you like this rum, Dimitri? You, you well, just... I'm still finishing my beer, so... No, no, oh, you didn't have to open the beer. I brought you another beer. You made me go upstairs to get you another beer and bring you a drink, and you're still finishing the other beer. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I will finish I it. love that this is the answer. My brother used to always do it with my parents. My parents would be like, bah, 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 bah. Wait, don't worry about it. And he used to say he used to say the four words, don't worry, trust me. Wow. <laughs> I hated that. And you go, no, I am worried. I do not trust you. <laughs> Those are his favorite words. Don't worry, trust me. Okay, but do I ever not finish my alcohol? No, it's true. It's true. You always do. You always do. He's like a, he's like a black hole for Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's a glory hole. That's just... That's just uh, we're going to beep that one out. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, yeah. I will keep it. No, no, no. Yeah. I want people to know how terrible you <laughs> we'll, are as a we'll, person. We'll, we'll beat the old. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're gonna beat. Yeah. So, Carl, what's next? Uh, TGV, right? TGV. What is that? I know what it is, but for our educated viewers out there, what is it? So, there's two version of it. It's one part tequila, one part gin, one part vodka, and that's the other one is on the train track. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's a fuck you up drink. That's a, you'd want to forget your life or who we you call are. Call it the breakup drink. Yeah, yeah. We, we we learned about it from someone. It was called the breakup drink because they go as bad as you feel right now. <laughs> You'll you feel worse some, <laughs> if you have some shots of tequila, gin, and vodka. You realize you can feel. A lot yeah. worse. And I think you even mentioned this in the first podcast. Oh, I, I've done it. I've done it before. We did it. In yeah, like real life, when somebody asked me, like, what is that? I'm like, you know what? And it's a fun story to tell at parties because you basically are like, oh, what is that? Well, well the thing uh, is, if you remember remember your, your night of drinking that, it's already good. It's just, it's no, but it's just terrible. that like, it's a breakup drink because, you know, if you, you, you broke up with somebody, you feel terrible and, you, you know, life is horrible and you, you feel like not doing anything. And then, you have this thing, you realize, oh, it could be a lot worse. And that's <laughs> what your friends are there to do, eh? <laughs> yeah. friends, friends are always there to do that. They go, you, you think it hurts? It's like, give me your finger. Yeah. And then they fucking break up. You see? Yeah. You're, wel- you're welcome. So <laughs> that's a drink. Give me, like, give me a knife. That's you're welcome. A, that's a, a drink that... It's I'm like, such a good friend. No, you don't have an arm. <laughs> I'm it, such a good friend. <laughs> it's a drink that's like, I want to die, but not really. Oh, God. We went to, on vacation, Dimitri and I, with uh, Frank. And we the were tank. down... Yeah, we were down in, where was it, Dominican or Cuba or Dominican. one of those? Yeah, we're in the Dominican Republic and we're when drinking. we were hanging out with the French people. Jesus Christ. And we were oh, like, give, we? Us, give us some, uh, some TGVs. And they were like, oh my God. But over there, waterfall. for some reason, for, for some reason, they don't make regular uh, one-ounce shots. Two? I No, no. Because, no, because we were there, we're like, give us 18 of these things. They okay, gave, this is, sorry, <laughs> just to pause for a sec. That was one of my favorite stories of the whole trip. Is that first night we go to the bar. It's an open bar for everybody, right? Kevin goes in like, um, can we get like Cuba Libres? He goes, yeah, for sure, for sure. How many do you want? He goes, uh, give me a uh, 17. <laughs> like the guy goes a weird odd number. A huge tray with 17 Cuba Libres. Yeah, and he just there, casually bring it to the table. Yeah, yeah just 17. Like, ah, I don't want to go back. <laughs> That's what it was. And Dimitri got so drunk, he ends up running into the ocean. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he, he, oh, man. And he the thing is, over there, Cuba Libres, like Coca-Cola is really expensive. So it's a lot of rums and just Coca-Cola for color. So that, that's the thing. So when they gave us these TGVs, I was, remember it was like these like cheap plastic cups. And it's like, you know, like Frosh Week or whatever you call it, like uh, spring break. And they put in, they just poured and poured. And luckily, I speak Spanish. And for some reason. What? Oh, yeah. I and for some reason. Wow. did you learn it? It was like, whoa. <laughs> for some reason, they felt like this affinity to be like, yeah. So they're talking to you as they pour and they just keep pouring. <laughs> so we had these like massive shots and we were just taking them. And then, you know, you could feel your yourself leaving from your body. <laughs> you know, it was just really intense. You're and a spectator anyway. in the video game. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're doing like, oh, so well. <laughs> who's that? Uh, that's you. <laughs> we would drink so much. And then the next day for the, fir- for the morning, we're just trying to survive. We're, we're just trying to survive <laughs> i think when we got there we went so hard the first night that the whole of next day i just spent in the in the uh in no the but it's because you burned your head but i also probably was incredibly like you're incredibly hungover. i was incredibly hungover yep. and also burnt but it was, was this was dimitri a, dimitri would be incredibly hungover burnt whatever and then you had to force him you had to be like here have drink this he's like oh and he drink and after three drinks he starts to loosen up he's like yeah 
and then next thing you know he's drinking again. <laughs> well, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta get through that first, uh, so that first gate. You're turning that no into it. Yes. Alcohol, uh, alcohol. I don't, I don't, I don't want. You're alcohol is helping people. Like how many times have you said, oh, "I'm never drinking again"? <laughs> <laughs> when I was while, younger, while I was serving a drink. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I used to say that more often. But now, when I'm older, I I don't say it anymore because I I'm just gonna be a hypocrite and I'm just <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just lying to myself. I am <laughs> definitely not drinking before noon tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, quick question. How's the uh, rum and coke? Uh, it's very good. Yeah. I mean, it's a very it's expensive, like a it's very expensive rum, right? So, yeah, it, it tastes really good. It's smooth, right? So, for people who want to buy that and are in Canada, it's $110 for 700 millimeters. Millimeters? Uh, millimeters. <laughs> right? That's How do you right? measure your alcohol? <laughs> in meters. Pounds. <laughs> square feet. <laughs> 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 so this is seven, so it's um I brought but, two kilograms so of water. Eldorado is a product of uh, Guiana. Guiana there. Uh 21-year-old rum. So one of the things I learned about rum when I was traveling was you know sometimes we see in uh, 5 to 8 years aged. Yeah. I learned it's because they actually take whiskey barrels, they put in the rum and then it doesn't hold it in uh the air um tight enough so some of the rum evaporates so after oh, four yeah, or five sure. years they <laughs> refill it yeah so it gets to eight years but some of the rum in there is eight years old and some of the rum is five yeah, years yeah. old so that's why when you see five to eight years old i've experienced I, that I with the that. alcohols that i brought from remember we were we started making like caesars and stuff in my house and i have i used to have vodka bottles that i've had since like 2013 right. that i never opened right and i've looked at the bottles before i opened them like wow it looks like it's not full. It's not hair tight. Because it's, it's, it's evaporating. Yeah. So to go back to the TGV, oh, yeah. so the get fucked drink pretty much. Um, so there's, like I said, there's two recipe I found online, two drink recipe. Uh, there's just the one particular, one part gin, one part vodka. And uh, for people who try to appreciate it, I guess, it's 10 drop of blue uh, curacao. Right? Curaçao. 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 So, how did you say that? Curaçao. Curaçao. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Portuguese, right? What do you know? You're going to make it what sound do you know? sexier. Piri, piri over here. <laughs> piri, piri. It's Curaçao. You didn't know. Carl is part... Um, piri, piri. Yeah, ambassador. Portuguese. Canadian uh, Portuguese. He's part dog. Definitely. <laughs> part, part park bench. <laughs> Ew. Um... So yeah, that's for people who just want to, I guess, not like die on the first one, like just later on, right? Or when they vomit, it's like kind of purple, so it's funnier. God damn, <laughs> I, I can't even think of a drink that's good with curacao. But okay, so this drink—that's well, not a good drink. That's a you're gonna get wrecked. You're getting fucked. <laughs> so it's not just tequila, gin, and vodka. It's tequila, gin, and vodka with curacao. Ten drops of curacao. What's yeah. curacao? For, it's like a blue a liqueur. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, <laughs> curacao is like a blue liqueur. You know, they uh, really, really what's it taste like. It's like super, super sugary, right? I, I don't even know. I haven't had, I don't drink curacao. I've, I've, I'm sure I've had drinks with it, like creme de malt and stuff. I don't know. It's not my thing. But the, the, you can't, look, you put 10 drops of that shit. It's not because it's going to give you any taste. I only have the, the French version for that. It's a surette. It's the color. Surette, okay, so it's a sour. Sour. It's like really, really sour, right? It's very sour. Oh, okay. So it's a sour. Okay, sometimes you add bitters. This is a sour. So it's like that a, a sour blueberry-ish thing, right? Sour blueberry-ish thing. Yeah, exactly. Th those words, all those words together. That's what could I sound. That does not <laughs> sound good at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Like it's only only bad choices. Right? All right, Halex. What's the Halex? Halex. What is uh, the so to go with that drink? That's uh get 
get wrecked, that get fucked drink. It's uh, the Constantin. Constantin? Constantin? If it's a Russian guy, it's Constantin. Constantin Shakin? Shakin? Uh, I don't know how to use it. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it for the Russian speaking uh, listeners there. Uh, where where does it say the name? Shaiken. Konstantin Shaiken. Oh, Konstantin Shaiken. Shaiken? Yeah. It's it's like a Che. Like che. A che Guevara. Che Guevara. How much is that chicken? watch? I don't know. Then look at the price. Do you look at the price before drinking TGV? You, just you ask, should. Yo, just ask for it. You're going to forget anyway. So it's a Russian manufacturer. Yep. Okay. Is he based in Russia? Uh, the, I, I don't know. So I'll... While so it's, the guy's name is Konstantin Shakian. So oh, yeah, yeah. The address of the website is uh, uh, Moscow. Okay. So he's the Clown 2 Audacity, the They're, Dracula, the Joker Automation, yeah, the so Joker. It's, it's the Joker series, right? <laughs> but that, that watch was nominated oh. for a um, for I've Grand Prix de Relogie yeah, de Genève. I've huh? seen yep. his watch on the, like a Hodinki or something like that, right? The, the, the cinema, cinema watch. Yeah. That's a cool watch. Yeah, with a little horse, um, like, picture i guess yeah, yeah that's uh, running through so you're looking at stainless steel cool. diameter 42 millimeters 13.7 millimeters in height sapphire finish gear, two types of guilloche silver and ruthian plating a violet alligator leather calfskin lining green stitching limited to 99 piece 99 pieces so that movement is a k07 automatic winding so it's a eta 2824 uh, with and module they had after that, yeah right it's yes. fitted with the resist crown uh, corrector provided by uh, for correcting the moon phase display, right? Yeah. So from the website, it said, uh, especially for the Joker watch, um, they had the module development for the two disc. They Fucking the time, right? Christ. It's 13,000 euros. <laughs> for an ETA? An ETA modified. Yeah, but it's a handmade, you know what's super fucking unique, incredible but watch. I have but a picture of the movement here too. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at it. But it's a it's a Swiss made ETA twenty eight twenty four. It's like the most standard ETA. Right? Yeah, it, it, it's probably top grade. Yeah, it's top grade. So that, I don't know. Uh, twenty. So, so it's hour minutes. Thirty eight hours per reserve. It's not nothing special inside. Eh? It's hour minutes and uh, moon phase, right? Yeah. And uh, so the reason I is I, it proper moon phase or imitation moon phase? No, I think it's moon phase. Proper twenty seven point five uh, days. Yeah. Uh, so from their website. Um, the reason that it had a module with a jewel, it's just so they can uh, switch, quote-unquote, the uh, movement to uh, work with disc. Because on the Joker, it's pretty much a face. It's two eyes and a, and a mouth. And I wanted to use the eyes to indicate the hours and the minutes. So they always, like, they're cross-side. The eyes never look at the same direction. They're always like... Oh, fuck. Okay, I get right? it. And, and for me, it was like, you do that face when you drink that drink. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? You, That's a good pairing, yeah. <laughs> you drink TGV, you look fucked up. Or you're fu you're fucked up and you look weird, that's for sure, right? And so the tongue in the mouth and the smile of the Joker, that's the moon face. Tongue, he said tongue, not tongue, guys. Just in case you didn't understand. Tongue, tongue, king tongue. <laughs> and yeah, so it's um, workhorse movement. Uh, it's twenty eight thousand uh, oscillation per hour. High beat four hertz, yeah. Yeah, thirty eight hours. Uh, so it's 33 uh, joules, but 25 from the ETA movement, 8 from the module that they had just so they can switch to a uh, disc for the hours and minutes. Fuck, it has... Tw it, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. It has like 33 joules then? Yeah. Holy so shit, So the ETA lot, is yeah, 25 yeah, yeah. and at 8, right? Okay, that's a lot of joules. Okay. Uh, and I, I feel that it refinished the movement too. 
Yeah, yeah. They, they, well, fucking dial is guilloche. Two types of guilloche, huh? Yeah. That's a, but it's a 13,000 euro watch. But you know what? It's a fuck you. Not a fuck you watch. It's a it's novelty a cool watch. watch. You it's get cool it because watch. you fucking can. And, and you get it's it cool as because shit. Because you don't need to look at the time It's too. handmade. It's fucking awesome. And you know what? It's a conversation starter. It's a cool watch. And if you're drinking TGV and you're not dead, <laughs> you're going to start a lot of conversations. <laughs> Hells yeah. Just make sure you don't break that watch because TGV is going to make you do crazy things. Like, yeah. yeah. Eat and, your watch. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Why am I two, eating it? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> two two crowns? What for? One's for the moon phase, one's for the, the time? Yeah. So they okay. do like the ears on the watch, right? Oh, fuck. That's cool. So right. you you know you gotta you gotta post that on our on our Instagram. Yeah, I will. I, I will. I will take a beautiful screenshot and post it with the drink with your fucking Curacao blue fucking tissue. Curacao, Curacao. It's like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nicolaj, Nicolaj, Nicolaj. I feel. Nicolaj. I feel like I'm saying Nicolaj, Nicolaj. I say I feel like I'm saying it. Nicolaj, 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 Nicolaj. Am I not saying it? <laughs> so I feel, I feel like I'm saying it. So Curacao. Curacao? That's cool. I, 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 Curacao. That's a cool. That's a good pairing. I'd pairing. say very ingenious. It's a good pairing. It's almost as good as mine. Not as good, <laughs> but it's close. It's close. Yeah. No. So, you was like, honestly makes honestly, sense. Me, you just get fucked, and the other watch is not. You don't read time on it. Like, I expected less from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is like <laughs> right down here. The bar is like right down here. Yeah. And so, you made it. If if I were to own that watch, I will probably never put the time on it. Oh, yes, you would. No. Don't lie. I wouldn't give a shit. The first thing you I'm, did I, I when you bought a, that Pelagos was you read the fucking manual. Yes. But Nerd. <laughs> what a loser. Nerd. I don't read manuals. I burn them immediately. So, yeah, but you're what? just jealous because you can't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, I went to college. Since I bought the Pelagos, you know, at the authorized dealer, they put, they wind the watch. They give it the right time, right date. I didn't wind it. I didn't change the time on it. Yeah, because you wore it all fucking week. Yeah, but I didn't play Is with it. Is it uh, running fast, slow? Can you have you noticed any? I don't think so. Uh, it's giving me the right time, ish. Okay, but if you <laughs> it's about a minute of time I is say, ish, I, then I say it's about a minute and a half late for three weeks. For three weeks, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, because you're at forty six almost. That's forty four <laughs> right, right now. time ish. I like how everything's yeah. just ish. Eh. It's I like mean, fair enough. Life is good ish. <laughs> because th- this this TV is always right because it has like those digital boxes that syncs up, well, right? So it's a forty five. It's not supposed to be showing time. How is that? The right TV, the yeah, the, what? Uh, the <laughs> cable box. So yeah, that was the TGV. That's pretty cool. That's a good one. That's a pretty good pairing. Chicken. I really wish you had gone last because mine's definitely gonna disappoint. You always well, do. So. Yeah. So it's fine. Don't worry. We're ready. We'll for cut this. it out. Excuse me. Are we? Uh, so are it, we it, dating? So the <laughs> thing is, if it's really stuck, I wish. I wish you. I could really disappoint you, but I didn't know we were dating. So what's your next pairing? So mine went with another uh, piece that I own. I own a vintage Hamilton Pacer. So it's this old 1960s Hamilton electric Pacer sort of Ventura style watch. You don't know what to do with your hands? It is. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of of hand gestures here. So the watch has this interesting, if you don't know about the Ventura, take a look at it. The old one that I have is not like the Ventura because it has the... 12639 it has the 10 karat white gold case with the um the pink finishing so the first thing is about this watch that makes it i find very cool is that the watch was created during a time where they were like 
we need to think of the future. That was the whole thing of the Hamilton Ventura, right? It was like, we need to think of what the future is going to be like. Everything was, and it wasn't only watches back then. In the 50s, everything was about looking like the future. Space. It was space yes. race. Space race, but but it wasn't yes the space race then. The space We're talking r- about space watches? <laughs> <laughs> Here he goes. <clears throat> so, you know, it movie. sounded like, if you watch Rick and Morty, it sounded like the thing goes, hey, do you want to make an app? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That so would have been so an app. Hey, you want to make, make an app? <laughs> so that's Don't mind if like. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing was not only obsession with watches, but back then everything was an obsession with the future. So jukeboxes, restaurants, the cars, everything had this like, what is everything going to look like in the future? And so this watch had this very futuristic lifestyle. Uh, this very futuristic, let's think about what is the most uh, futuristic kind of design we can make. And that's what Hamilton did. They came up with a few watches that kind of align with that. So what I did was I went and found out what was the most futuristic drink that I could find that would match wearing this specific watch. And the one that I came out with is an Italian drink called a Giostra d'Alcool. And the Say that again. Giostra d'Alcool. <laughs> Nicolaj. Nicolas. Curacao. So what Curacao? So the Giostra del Cool, which means I think uh, like an alcoholic carousel, because that's what it is. That sounds so bad. It's supposed to be some futuristic drink. So I'm going to tell you what's in it, and you'll you'll see, you'll feel free to tell be me disgusting. how awful it is. Oh, we will. Oh yes. You don't need to. So it has. Two quarters of it is Barbara Asti. So what is Barbara Asti? Barbara Asti. Barbara Asti. Barbara Asti is an Italian red wine made from Barbara grapes. It's produced in the hilly areas in the province of Asti um, and Alexandria. And um, what makes it so crazy is that only uh, under the certain rules that exist there, a minimum of those uh, Barbara grapes must be used to make up this kind of uh, of wine. And the wine must be used before a specific date and reach a specific alcohol content to get it. So it's a very exclusive... Maturity, right? Yeah, it's a very exclusive type of, of wine that you can use. So it's not, it's not easy to come by. So it's two quarters of this Barbara Asti, one quarter Campari, Campari sorry, one quarter Sedrata, which I think is cider, one square of cheese. What? Yeah, cheese. <laughs> what? What? Uh, square of cheese. One square of cheese, and then one square of tempered. That's not how you measure cheese, do you? And one square millimeters. Sedrata. Yeah. So one square of tempered dark chocolate as well. Okay, so there's cheese. What's tempered dark chocolate? It's Past dark date. chocolate that's been tempered, Dimitri. Like tempered glass. <laughs> It's, yes. like, it's really strong. Yeah, it's strong. very strong. So, <laughs> you, you break your teeth. You can't, but you it's, can't tem- really. it's tempered. What does tempered dark, dark chocolate well, mean? Well, that's that's I what mean. I that's what we thought you would prepare, but I guess you didn't. So there's weird wine, cheese, exclusive of, wine, no, weird. cheese and uh, chocolate. chocolate. So which I think is probably like salty and sweet, or savory and sweet. But cheese, what? What's salty and sweet? Cheese no, that's salty. Salty, yeah. The salty must be the the the, the, the cheese, the chocolate, the cheese, <laughs> the wine, <laughs> the wine. Oh. <laughs> so, so then what you have is um, the suggested quantities. You go sixty milliliters of Barbara Dasti. You get thirty milliliters of the Campari, thirty milliliters of the lemon soda drink, which is the Cedrata, a square of cheese, and a square of tempered dark chocolate. So you combine the ingredients in a glass over ice and garnish. And it's a balanced mix of 
everything. Know, of everything. So it's a meal. It was actually brought to the International Colonial Exhibition in Paris in 1931. And it was drunk under a green light after a gong had been hit. Like, what? <laughs> exactly. So they're it's under, nonsense. So they're under this green light, and then you hit a gong. You're like, like, right? And then they would drink this. I don't understand anything you have to talk about. <laughs> it's I'm nonsense. Kinda, I'm getting quite angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then wait, guys, there's a way to drink this. You don't just drink it. You drink it, but then you... You, you, you need you, to chew. You don't eat... <laughs> There's a G square <laughs> chocolate in it. Oh, no, but apparently... You, you're drinking your wine and it's like, what is that? Oh, that's cheese. What? <laughs> you need to in chew. your glass of wine. You, you have your cheese, then you drink your drink, and then you have the chocolate. It's this way of drinking it. It's it's supposed to be... <laughs> chew, slurp, chew. Chew, slurp, chew. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you make it sound disgusting. Yeah. It is. It is cheese, super futuristic, chocolate. So I'm thinking well, no, those, of those, this. Those future. things all work together. This cheese and wine and chocolate they work very well. Boom. Weird wine. No, every every wine works with chocolate. Yeah, it's very uh, Barbara nasty. Barbera. Barbera nasty. Dusty. Good sound. Dusty. Sorry, I, I called you Carl. Sorry, Alex. Alex. <laughs> no. So Alex. that Alex. That's my drink. It's like this futuristic watch during a time where. Everything was made to be look and feel futuristic, like jukeboxes and cars and watches. So, only comment I can say about the watch and the drink: they were thinking about the future, but they were so wrong. <laughs> were they though? <laughs> are you chewing your drinks now? No, but people are drinking Gatorade with like blueberry mountain fucking. I don't know what kind of flavor. Yeah, it's blueberry a, mountain it's sunrise. Itter, it's a itter, blueberry sunrise. Exactly. It's either Old Spice or Gatorade. It's either Old Spice or Gatorade. With those names? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this is called the Alcoholic Carousel. It is a drink ahead of its time. It was presented in 1931. And the fact that you're drinking it under a green light and you have to hit a gong before you drink it. <laughs> it's an experience. It's fucking experience. It's very futuristic to me. It is cool. So I matched them up and that's what I thought as, as, as my drink. That's cool. Uh, I think we'll we'll try to post pictures of the watches and the drink. I think uh, it's a good idea. On Instagram, and we want to know what you think. Tell yeah. us how bad Curacao is. Curacao, Curacao. Can I hear you? Curacao. I'm from Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> not at all the same. Country. Exactly. <laughs> no, so uh, one is a drink. The other one is a city. So, yeah, <laughs> not the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, guys, go on Facebook. Just uh, Facebook. Instagram and uh, comment what was the worst or best drink you think and uh, the pairing with a watch. And you, if you have a drink at a pairing, we want to know what it is. Email us even a black, big black clock official or team. It's a, a big black clock team at gmail.com. So email us. If you have any ideas, anything you want to pair, talk to us and we'll bring it back. We'll be like, look, we heard this and we want to. Please talk to us. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. We're, we're alone. We're so lonely. We're so <laughs> <laughs> so is it time to wind this down uh, yeah man it's uh, time, time to, to unwind this down. big black clock yeah and get more drinks put it back in the holster oh. Oh. strap it down strap it up <laughs> gonna strap up this big black clock uh. okay guys Whew. so let's wind it down check us out Instagram big black clock official let us know your thoughts anything it's all good and uh, so cheers let's finish this up cheers cheers guys see you in the next one guys yeah uh, bye-bye bye bye ciao